welcome to Adventures in Autism, episode 39. I am Megan Carranza. Thank you so much for coming to listen. If it's your first episode, welcome. And if you have been listening, thank you so much. I appreciate every single one of you. And once again, I just have to say thank you for everyone who's reached out and left messages and reviews. Um, I love hearing from you guys. It is definitely my favorite part about doing all of this. And today's episode is a really good one. I am chatting with a fellow autism mom, Holly, and we are chatting all about her daughter. We got a girl mom on today's episode. Um, and this is fun too, because her daughter is a little bit older. So I hear from more, more and more girl moms, which is cool. And we talk a lot about, you know, younger little girls. So I think this is a good a good kind of glimpse into the future for moms who are in that in that place and kind of see what might be on the horizon. Um, and also very cool, Holly talks about a, a book that she was the co-author for that is a kind of a collaboration with other autism moms just sharing their stories. And it is a really awesome book. So I'm excited for you guys to listen to my conversation with Holly. And here she is. Hi, Megan. Hi, Holly. Welcome to Adventures in Autism. Thank you. Yay, we got it. Yes. <laughs> okay, you sound wonderful. Um, well, I'm so excited to have you here. So Holly had reached out to me um, a few weeks back, and she has a very exciting project that she's <laughs> working on that she's ready to put out there. Um, it's it's a book. Holly is an author and you co-wrote this book with other autism moms, correct? Yes, with 11 other moms. That's amazing. And we were just kind of chatting before we started, but it's, it's almost like the book version of the podcast. Like it's just like moms <laughs> coming together to share their stories. Um, so I love that. And I can't wait to hear more about that. But then you also were going to just start by sharing your journey with your daughter. Yes. Uh, I was so excited to have another girl mom on the pod because there's just it's amazing like I mean you always hear that autism is you know rated higher in boys there's more cases of autism with boys and since starting the podcast I have learned that is very true Mm -hmm. there is so many more autism moms with sons that I hear from and obviously I have a son so I but I do hear from from girl moms all the time saying I we need more girl moms so (laughs) so excited to have you on so yeah if you want to kind of take us back um to kind of the beginning and what that looked like for you guys that would be awesome so my daughter is about to um be 12 next month and when she was in pre-k we realized that something uh was wrong so before that, she really wasn't in, um, she really wasn't interacting with other kids. So we couldn't see the difference. Mm-hmm. But then once going to pre-K, we realized that her verbal skills were lacking, that she really wasn't only, she was able to say like one word or maybe two word sentences. She also would always cover her ears. Mm-hmm. Um, she would not make eye contact. She wouldn't, she would not play with kids like within the pre-K setting. I always mutilate this word, but she had echolalia, echolalia. I know. I've heard it pronounced different ways. I think it's echolalia is how it's supposed to be said, (laughs) but I have heard it said a couple different ways, but I think it's echolalia. So for, for the folks that don't know what that is, that's parrot talk. Um, And 
she had like a repetitive nature. So all of these things that I guess we really didn't realize until we compared her for lack of better words with kids her age. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was around this time of year that we went and got her tested. The pre-K teacher, uh, she was like, I, you know, I just want, she was really like upfront about it. She was like, I think you guys should get her tested. We think this is what's happening. And it was just like, oh my gosh. specifically said, like, we think it's autism? Yes. And it was just like, oh, I mean, yeah. yeah." Mm -hmm. And we got her tested and she, um, she was, she had PDD NOS, which is no longer around, but Mm -hmm. um, I would assume now she would have probably been said she was an Aspie. Okay. And when we got that, gosh, it felt like such a life sentence back then. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember the teacher saying like, we don't think she's going to, um, you know, for lack, I hate graduate, you know, on time. Uh, for pre for kindergarten and like she's going to be delayed Mm -hmm. and my ex-husband and I at the time you know we're both like college graduates you know we like in four years we kind of you know had this kind of look of what our child was you know going (laughs) to be capable of while she was even in the womb Mm -hmm. and it was it was devastating at that point yeah um and fortunately, we were able to find the right TSS. Um, we were, and our daughter is crazy determined. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think back then, we probably had like, oh my gosh, 30 hours a week with TSS. What is, what is, I'm not familiar with TSS. You, you're in Pennsylvania. I'm right? in Pennsylvania. So that okay. was the therapy that would come in. Okay. to our home and help our daughter with social skills with okay um i'm trying to think what other what does rem- tss stand for oh my gosh i'm terrible with acronyms oh, i knew you were going to ask me to there's all how- acronyms everywhere with, with autism our- <laughs> i was going to say our whole life is like i know <laughs> acronyms um and you know what i'll think of it i okay, will definitely well, think of it is okay it- is it a similar therapy to like ABA? Therapeutic, yes. Therapeutic okay, support gotcha. staff. I'm like, come oh, on now. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So we, I mean, the people, other other people in in my area may may be familiar with that. But yeah, I, I I'm not I'm not familiar with TSS. But it makes sense that you said that because I think I have heard that like floating around before. And then you also mentioned, and I just want to clarify because I know this has come up in the podcast before, but PDD NOS is pervasive. You go ahead. Development disorder so it's like when back then when um your child got tested and they they scored higher on um, but lower on different Mm -hmm. things within the test like she wasn't a pure aspie she -hmm. wasn't a pure this yeah they they just gave them the pdd nos um disorder Mm -hmm. uh yeah that that's what she was that's but again they no longer have that right because now the diagnosis just autism spectrum disorder so completely it's like everything falls under that umbrella so it's like we don't need there's not so much of like the, 
labels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all just kind of gray area as opposed to like the black and white, <laughs> um, which is good and bad. It's got like, it's, it's, it's good points and it's bad points. Um, okay. So you were saying like, you know, obviously at this point it was really difficult, but then you got a really good team of therapists. It sounds like, and your daughter was really determined, like you said, which I Ooh. love. Yeah. She was um, very determined. That's and we, amazing. We lived in the country. So we didn't have a, like a lot of um, like resources as the suburbs or a city do. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just, we just made it work. And um, my daughter ended up being able to uh, go to kindergarten on time and first grade on time. And she, I like, she just really, really, really was determined. I don't know what, like whatever goal she had, she would like kill it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And thing. we, I mean, we had like ups and downs um, in elementary school. It was hard with math and English. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a diagnosis in elementary school that she um, had ADHD. Okay. And it's, it's something that, you know, another one that I, I feel like I struggled with, you know, there's that whole, like, do you put your child on medication mm-hmm. or do you not put your child on medication? Mm-hmm. And um, Sarah had a 504 up until fourth grade and she was failing math. Like she just could not grasp the concepts and I asked her like what's going on and she was she was she cried to me and she said I can't concentrate Mm -hmm. and then I knew okay that's a sign Mm -hmm. I'm okay to give her medication yeah it's gonna be okay yeah and I did and she now gets straight A's but like amazing yeah but that ADHD component was hard and I think Mm -hmm. with an elementary school too it was hard um I we moved her and I into a new school district into more of suburbs Mm -hmm. and you know that was a whole new group of kids that had to kind of like learn Sarah Mm -hmm. um and there was bumps in the road with kids just not understanding differences you know and being accepting of them Mm mm-hmm um and kind of understanding her nuances Mm -hmm. uh but eventually that kind of like worked itself out I think getting her on medication did help too because she was able to kind of keep a train of thought during the day Mm -hmm. and not be so scattered but I think for us um the elementary and elementary school struggle uh at the beginning was definitely um, just making sure that her like handwriting was up to speed. Her, she was grasping the concepts. And then later in elementary, it was um, bullying and just oh. kids. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like tackling, tackling that. And I think it was very like, throughout this there are definitely points that you feel alone isolated not sure you know like yeah Mm -hmm. what to do and where to go I mean it's definitely there's like 
account and you know you don't know like who to ask it's it's mm-hmm. it's hard in a lot of yeah. cases oh for sure definitely um with the bullying was this something that like the school was helpful with or responsive to because I'm in like other you know autism mom groups and yeah it's amazing to me how often you these things and how a lot of times like how dismissive the school is which I mean my son is young but thankfully we haven't had to deal with anything like this yet but I feel like if we did like if, if the school was dismissing these things to me I don't know what I would do. I mean, I feel like I would like go into the White House to be like, guess what? This is happening. Like, I just, I can't believe that they, they do this and that they like, they, they brush it off. Like it's nothing like this is a huge issue. And especially now I feel like you always hear like bullying is such like a hot button, like word. Mm-hmm. Even. And it's like, mm-hmm. you think it's going to be taken seriously. So then to hear that it's not is, is so surprising. What was your experience with it? Okay, so I always say at the beginning of this, my words, so orally or in in paper, Mm -hmm. were caps at all points. (laughs) Yes, yes. And there was no other way to handle it but caps. That's a good way to describe it. I I know what page you're on now for sure. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And it was weekly, sometimes Mm -hmm. daily on the cap level. Oh my gosh. And yeah, I think, you know, someone like my daughter, she doesn't, she knows like, there's no um, gray area for her. Mm -hmm. So when somebody's saying something to her, that's like, or doing something or, you know, she gets it. There's mm-hmm. no gray. She's like, okay, I see you. I see what's happening. Okay. And we taught her at an early age to like go to go to the go to have the counselor, the 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 teacher, whoever, mm-hmm. and say what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, I don't a lot of times, unfortunately, I think what happens is um, let's just say, you know, my daughter has an IEP, mm-hmm. the child that's bullying her has an IEP. Mm-hmm. So now what happens? You have two kids that have behavioral issues, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, they both have, uh, you know, like you can't do as much because your hands are tied because there's a legal thing. Okay. It's, it's a, it's a fine line. I mean, for yeah. me, what I did, which helped. Mm-hmm. was I told my daughter anytime she was feeling like she was being bullied to go to the counselor and mm-hmm. have the counselor call me and and tell me. Mm-hmm. So they started to get like annoyed, so to speak, because they knew this kid is coming in. She's calling her mom. You know, the caps are coming off. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and yeah, like there was no hiding it, right? right. Mhm. And I think a lot of kids are scared to say like this is happening to me. Right. You know, I talked to parents and they they they've told me like after 6 months their child just told them that they had been getting bullied. Like, nah. My <laughs> daughter was just like, "Listen, this is happening." And then as she got older in elementary, she would 
I remember there was a day, I think it was fourth or fifth, was it fourth or fifth grade? There was like the national, I don't know, kindness day or anti-bullying day. And she was standing next to her, one of the kids that would bully her. And she was like, listen, you need to take this pledge. Oh my God. I love her. (laughs) You, you bully and it's not nice. And you take it. And she got in trouble because he (gasps) wasn't bullying her at that time. And I lit up. I'm like, nah, that's That's not how victims work, friend. That's not how victims work. That is like so, she was like handling it so well. Right. And for them to get her to get in trouble over that, like, yeah, that grinds my gears. That's terrible. Oh, but now in middle school, it's funny, like, because um, we, it was, I was so angst ridden with middle school because I'm like, oh. oh my gosh, this is going to get worse. This is, mm-hmm. you know, and like, in like much more, like, I don't even, I, <laughs> I had like these <laughs> terrible, like nightmares of bullying. Um, mm-hmm. And she found her tribe, like okay. three or four girls, and she just doesn't care about what the rest think oh that's amazing yes that's like the dream it really is but like oh elementary these kids are nasty (laughs) (laughs) so you guys kind of had to go through it which is really unfortunate but at least she came out on the other side of it yes we came out and for me like now that i mean listen tomorrow could be a battle right Mm -hmm. that's just how our that's just the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. But for since, I mean, knock on wood, mm-hmm. middle school has not been a battle. And so I'm at the point now that I'm like, okay, like, how can I, how can I help others? So mm-hmm. what I did where I live is I developed um, with two other moms. I founded a group. And it's a parent support group just for our school district. We have 88 members and we're able to provide like speakers on a monthly basis, a place for them to like connect and talk. Mm -hmm. And we're meeting with like the school district to help to give them guidance. And it was just a way for me to like, okay, these parents that are just going through it, you know, here, here's how to do it in our school district. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I I mean, I give you so much credit because a I think that having having the knowledge and going through it because again, I mean, your daughter's twelve now. Like mm-hmm. I I remember when this was you know really new for us and it was like the early days, and it's like you just feel so like you said isolated and and mm-hmm. really lost. Like you you just don't know like which way is up basically, and having other parents to talk to who are maybe like a little further down the road than you so comforting just to know like even if the situation is different your kids are different like you just know like okay they they've been here they get it and I know for me like I was looking for parent support groups and I couldn't even find like any and the ones that I could find were run through like therapy like centers yeah I had to like pay for them they were like they went through your insurance and I'm like this is crazy stuff like 
I already paid for a ton of therapy for my kid. Like, <laughs> I can't afford this. So, like, something like that would have been amazing. But, yeah, I love that you just, like, took that initiative to not only start the, the support group for the parents, but then, like you were saying, like, within the district to help, like, you know, bring bring awareness and bring yeah. speakers. Like, that is, that's just incredible. That's amazing advocating. I'm, like, more, I'm very much um, more on the solution-based side than the emotional, mm-hmm. like, I am all about, you know, parents come to me. I just got this diagnosis. Now what? And I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, let's sit down. This is what yeah. we're going to do. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, you, I like that. you approach need, it that way. Like you need to, to know when I mean, you need the support of everybody, but like, yeah, right. the, the, the logistics though, like facts are facts. And like, if you've been through it, especially in your specific district, because that's the thing is I, I will get questions from people who are like all over the country. And I'm like, I can only speak on my experience, you know, because yeah. it's, it's so different everywhere you live. Um, and every, every district you live in, like everything yeah. handled so differently. Uh, so have to have someone like you who like specifically for your district is just like the point person. I love that. Oh, <laughs> that's, okay. I try. Yeah. Good for you. Um, and then, so obviously you were, you were, you know, working, working with a support group advocate. Yes. So where did the book come into play then? Yeah. So it's interesting. Um, Somebody who helped me along the way at the beginning of my diagnosis or my daughter's diagnosis Mm -hmm. reached out to me and said, do you want to be part of this book? She knew that I enjoyed writing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm like, what? And she was like, do you want to be a co-author of this book? And she told me that this mom had this idea that um, to get a... um, 12 moms from all different walks of life, so to speak. You know, there are some moms that have like adult children and ones that, you know, are very young. Some are nonverbal, some are, you know, high functioning, Mm -hmm. like all over across the board. And just to have, um, to, to have us share our testimonies Mm -hmm. and it's like a book that really no one's ever seen. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is kind of, this is exciting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and so we we got a Facebook group of the still so weird for me to be like, I'm an author. You um, are, yeah. <laughs> Where's that title, girl? Yes. Oh, a best selling author, by the way, already. Oh, yes. That's, That's incredible. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got a group together and we kind of started to weave out like what is this going to look like? Like, what's the name going to be? And we settled on, um, it's going to be O-Right. So A-U-L-R-I-G-H-T. And at the end of the day, it really is going to be all right. Like, no matter what is happening, Mm -hmm. it's going to be all right. And so our stories, testimonies, whatever you want to call them, Mm -hmm. um, they each uh, tell a story they provide like the part of like, it is going to be all right. And mm-hmm. then they provide some um, tips. So oh. for, yeah. So for me, mm-hmm. my chapter is about birthdays. Mm. Yeah. We've all, <laughs> I oh know my- we've all not, had it, right? Is this like a topic close to my heart, but in one of those Facebook groups, like I was talking about just, just earlier today, there was a post from another mom. Um, her son, I think was three. So little, and she's like, my son's birthday is coming up and I just don't know how to handle it. Cause yeah. you know, he hates the, the crowds and yep. having 
having all the people over, but she's like, I want to celebrate. And it's, um, I, 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 I did like almost an entire episode on that and it was probably the most emotional I've ever been. So I can definitely speak to that. Okay. So tell me what's, <laughs> what's your, on the yeah. yeah. So my, the, the birthday one was, um, my daughter's, I went back to my daughter's, uh, first party that she had ever been invited to and to really talk about like the fact that um, she's going to be 12 next month I think she's mm-hmm. been a- maybe birthday parties um Wait, I missed that how many birthday parties? eight eight okay okay maybe mm-hmm. uh and the, like it's twofold right like this whole fact of like because she's different she doesn't get invited you know even in elementary school that typically everybody was invited to the party Mm -hmm. and just that feeling of you know how that isolating and just just leaving (laughs) that bad taste in your mouth yes and then the fact that the the I share the testimony of the first party that she went to and then really realizing how different she was and Mm -hmm. like how earth shattering that moment was Mm -hmm. um because you know there's sensory overload and you don't realize it until like you see it and then you're like oh wow that's 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 ugly (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. and so I provide at the end at the end of the day my daughter is you know her birthday's next month Mm -hmm. she's gonna have I think three girls come and hang out and she's okay with it yeah and she's just like I'm you know I'm got my tribe and and that's Mm -hmm. it but like we it's just you know we're getting 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 to the other side of it yeah absolutely yeah I think birthdays are like so heavy heavy yeah because not only like there's like the whole birthday party aspect and it's like the birthdays the parties that you get invited to the parties that you have for your kid yourself yes and these are things that like you just wouldn't think about if right you, you know didn't have a kid on the spectrum but I mean I like yeah because I I love I'm like a total Pinterest mom when it comes to birthdays like yeah. I love decorating I love like making all the little decorations and stuff I just think it's so fun so I remember like Logan and, and Logan thankfully does really well with um like he's a sensory seeker so he doesn't really have that Mm. overload he's more like wants to you know touch everything wants to play with everything wants to like just be all into it so thankfully like for for us at least that's not like such a struggle um but what's what's difficult for me is that you know my son is nonverbal, and I hate to use terms like low functioning high functioning but I mean he's he definitely he's we have a lot of struggles for sure mm-hmm. and he has a lot of delays still so like this past year you know he turned six and it was it was really hard for me because I I in, in so many ways I I don't feel like he's a six-year-old mm-hmm. so like that part of it is like super emotional and for him especially like he's not I talked about this like I said I can't remember what number episode it is I'll I'll reference it later but it was um really hard for me to try to even figure out like what presents to get for him because he is nonverbal. So it's not like he can just tell me, Oh mom, I saw this really cool car. I want this. So it was right. like, I was just like standing in the toy aisle 
staring and thinking like I don't even know what to get for him and if I do get him something like is he even gonna like it is he gonna play with it yeah there's just like so much that goes into it wow yeah I'm just like (laughs) yeah Yeah. birthdays that's a really that would be a really good topic for your chapter because there is like there's so many there's so many levels to that yes for sure yeah and it's and so we you know we have these 12 different stories and we didn't even realize like we were all gonna have different testimonies like Mm -hmm. different walk you know I think one was like um when they first got diagnosed and turning once like turning 21 and and what's interesting we read our all of our chapters a couple of weeks ago and realized like even though the stories are different mm-hmm. like we could there were similarities like we're like oh I can relate to that one yep, yeah I've felt that way before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay and so we feel like with this book like for somebody who's just getting a diagnosis but getting the diagnosis like mm-hmm. how important a book like this could be so that mm-hmm. they know you're not going to be alone yeah it is going to be all right Mm-hmm. and like we've we've gotten like many of us have kind of gotten through the other side or working yeah. through it and like this mm-hmm. is how we did it yeah and we even provide um some resources some national resources at the end of the book because we really want it to be a, a book that somebody could just like you just not just like read it and you know um kind of hide it in their bookshelf so to yeah. speak but like keep it and go back to it and use it almost like a how-to book yeah mm-hmm. yes you and read it you get the knowledge from it you have yeah. and I love that yeah and we've even said like the publisher and the person who kind of was the visionary with it like this is volume one mm-hmm. of how many who's to say that's amazing yeah, yeah autism like it like you were saying it's you know you have a 12 year old I have a six-year-old that there's someone in the book with a 21 year old like it doesn't end (laughs) this 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 is an ongoing thing and and it might look different you know from from year to year or even sure um but it just it's it's always it's always around it's always going to be around there's always going to be something to say yeah and we're just I mean we're both we're all we're both we're all really excited (laughs) about it um there so there's 12 of us uh, mm-hmm. Eight of us are in Western PA and mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay, and then the rest of that, the rest of the authors are in um, different parts of Maryland. Oh, so, yeah, so all yeah, kind of in in similar areas. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, uh, and you never know. With volume two, people could be from like I don't know, <laughs> like Maine and other yeah. parts of the country uh-huh. if not world uh-huh. um autism is everywhere <laughs> Autism is everywhere. no it's just it's it's great I think uh you know we we weren't all friends and in this process we've definitely gotten closer mm-hmm. um and so I could see that happening you know as this book is launched mm-hmm. and we build this network of people and the volumes increase just like what a revolution it could be um mm-hmm. yeah so that people don't feel so alone oh totally I I wish that I had this book yeah first diagnosed because this was like I was just I was desperate for anyone who had 
been there, who had walked this path. And like you said, was not necessarily on the other side. Cause it's like, what's the other side, but it, it just like dealt with these same things. And like you said, can just say it's, it's going to be all right. right. Because you honestly don't know in those early days, huh. like, is it going to be all right? What does all right look like? What does that even mean? I mean, it's really, it's different for everybody. For yeah. me, mm-hmm. for my daughter, it's, it's her saying, you know what? I could care less of having a big old birthday party. I just yeah. want my three friends and that's yeah. it. I don't totally. And like, that's all right for me. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think the most important thing is like, you have to just meet your kids where they are and go from there. Yes. Yes. I think like, that's something that like, I, I kind of like intuitively did that with Logan, even before he was diagnosed. Like I, there was definitely times when I wanted to, you know, push him or wish away what was happening. But it was like, I I always knew that that was not going to service him, but it's interesting the people that you meet and talk to. And it's like, I think there, there are people that still sometimes struggle with that. And it's like the best thing. And not only people with, with kids with autism, but just like family members and friends. And Mm -hmm. it's just all you, all you can really do at the end of the day is, is meet them where they are and go from there. Because if you try to fit them into, you know, your little square box, like it's not going to (laughs) happen. Gosh, that is such great advice. And I'm like, I'm coming through that. I like I for me you know I um I I I always cringe when I say this but I was like the popular kid president of my class <laughs> okay like, popular I know I, oh, <laughs> no, no 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 I, I appreciate you being honest and no, I get it I get it and mm-hmm. like you know like yeah and so I have like all those like editor of the school paper president mm-hmm. of the class all these like different things and like uh I you know sucker and blah, and so I had this vision of my child yeah like falling in line with that right and well especially because she's your daughter like I think it's because I, I know like my husband he was always like star athlete guy yeah and we know when we found out we we didn't actually we didn't know what we were having but when Logan was born it was a boy like I mean he immediately pictured him holding a football <laughs> you know what I mean like you just you can't help it. You just like immediately see your kids like in your likeness and having that, you know, that picture changed, I think is hard for sure. Yeah. I, I, I've just, like I said, I've kind of gotten, I'm getting there because now yeah. like I'm in middle school and I think of high school and like, she's definitely found her niche and tribe and mm-hmm. mind you that tribe, um, was like not you know I'm like oh my gosh like I can't like that's her tribe but that's that's her and you're right you got to meet them halfway like yeah 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 Mm -hmm. that's such great advice (laughs) that's always what I I try to tell people like because like you said people will reach out and say you know I'm just beginning this like where do I go and it it is so different everywhere so it's like I I really I can't always speak on you know like in, in there I really can't speak in their area unless they're local um but the things I always try to tell people are you know meet them where they are go from there what makes them happy use that as motivation but then the the really important thing which I feel like this is like kind of what you're saying the title of your book is I I just always tell them like you know as much as you feel 
sad and scared and upset and frustrated because it's it's okay you're gonna feel all those things like you you just have to know that at the end of the day your kid is still your kid mm-hmm. and they are gonna be all right yeah and that's just it that is <laughs> yeah. well I am so excited to to read this book I can't wait um is it it is out now so it's it's great it's gonna be out April 2nd on um autism awareness day Yay! Yay! (laughs) What a perfect day! I know, I know. So it'll be on Amazon. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's just gonna we're we're just like we're waiting. It's the the countdown's here. Yeah, this Um, is really this is it's happening. That's amazing. Yeah, and it's called "It's Going to Be All Right," and. Yeah, we're going to have our launch party here um, in a couple of weeks in Pittsburgh. And we're just excited to see what happens with it. I am excited, too. And I just can't <laughs> wait. To see it. Um, well, it was so wonderful to talk to you, Holly. I feel like I said, mm. I, I'm so glad to hear from, you know, other girl moms, especially like your daughter, like kind of going through it with the bullying and stuff. I feel like we've covered things that don't don't always come up. So I really appreciate all of hearing all your perspective and the book. It sounds amazing. I just can't wait to read it. Thanks, Megan. I appreciate it. Awesome. All right, Holly. Will you take care? You too. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to my conversation with Holly. I just think that she is a rock star and I personally cannot wait to read the book. I just think it sounds so awesome. Her and I were chatting about how it's kind of like, this podcast is just like a collection of, you know, moms and parents kind of coming together and sharing their, their stories and experiences. And I just think that's so powerful. You can just pull a little something from, from each story and take from it what you need. Um, so I love that. And now it is in book form also. So definitely check that out. And if you want to find me, you can follow me on social media at um, Adventures in Autism Podcast on Facebook, Adventures in Autism Pod on Instagram, or you can email me at Adventures in Autism 2018 at yahoo.com. You can also leave me a voice message. And those are really cool because I can actually add them to episodes. So I I've collected a few so far and the next time I do a solo episode I'm thinking about adding some of those in so definitely if you've got something you want to share send me a voicemail (laughs) a voice message and it might end up in the show um so that's all for now again I just have to say thank you so much for listening if you are enjoying the podcast please leave reviews especially on apple Podcasts. that really does help people to find the show Um, But again, thank you so much. I just appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in each week and following along on this crazy and wonderful journey. And that's all for now. But until next time, take care.